Bye Bye Baby is making a comeback with plans to open 11 stores. This one's for you, Truett. Uh, according to Chain Store Age, Dream On Me, the baby goods manufacturer company that acquired the brand through bankruptcy proceedings is reopening the stores just in time for the holiday season. They plan to launch a website this month as well. The company will open 11 stores in November as part of this initial relaunch with locations from Massachusetts to Maryland. And the stores will offer, quote, an elevated shopping experience, end quote, along with an updated registry, according to what a company spokesperson told the news outlet. Uh, David, I'm going to go to you first. Um, I want to know what advice you would have for dream on me, which is a great name as they dream on me. Yeah. It's like I thought you made this song, up, right? Dream on you me. thought I made this yeah, up. I did. Dream uh, as, dream on me. <laughs> as they prepare to launch this brand. What, what, what advice would you have David? So I think the, what they said in the article and what we're talking about, they're, they're doing one of the two things, which is that really doubling down on the digital experience. Okay. That's super important. Mm -hmm. Leveraging QR codes, having a seamless app, self-checkout. In today's day and age with where brick and mortar experience is, having that in-store digital seamless experience is huge. Um, you know, I have two kids under the age of four, so this is very near and dear to my heart. Right. Uh, and so the other piece I would say is make sure you get the assortment correct. I think assortment is super important here. And I think that's a big reason why they struggled with foot traffic. It needs to be super curated on big ticket item purchases that are what you're, what the, but are a necessity for the, uh, for the family. Mm -hmm. And then your daily needs, very curated two to three tiers of good, better, best. Mm -hmm. Don't, you know, overthink this and just something that it's a staple for the family and bye bye baby where it was before the assortment was all over the place. It yeah. was confusing. Um, there wasn't a clear tier and uh, price architecture. So I think assortment is huge here as they think about relaunching and then also continuing to drive that loyalty through better assortment digital experience. So those are the two things. I think one of them, if they actually do what they say, will 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 be a nice check. Yeah, that's interesting. Uh, Truett, wh what do you where do you come down on this? Um, I, I think it's the right you know kind of way to put your toe in the water to see what's okay. what's left in terms of the equity in the brand. And I, I do think Bye Bye Baby does have equity. Um, mm -hmm. It was obviously the kind of charm in the or the jewel in their portfolio of uh, Bed Bath & Beyond, you know, just it's always a struggle. Um, I think it's it's a playbook that you've seen others follow. Toys R Us is a top of mind example where they've kind of come back in terms of the brand and, and leveraging that licensing and recreating that experience and their slow growth in terms of brick and mortar. Um, but uh, I think it's the, the right thing to test. And then let's just see uh, if there's a pulse from the consumer for this brand anymore. Uh, but I yeah. think all those fundamentals, you only have one chance to relaunch. And so it has to be in place in terms of the experience and the assortment um, to uh, to have, you know, to, to ultimately make sure this. Uh, yeah, Chris, I want to hear what your thoughts are. David, Truett outlined some very important yeah. components, making sure you have the right assortment, getting your digital and mm -hmm. omni-channel presence right. Mm -hmm. You were a former baby merchant. Like, yeah. what do they need to be thinking about as they're yeah. going into these 11 stores? Yeah, I said this on the show before, favorite business I've ever run. Um, you know, I, I would agree with what D 
David and Truett both said. The element I would add to it is I think, and this comes through in the article too, is you've got to lean into first-time moms. Yeah. First-time moms are the differentiator if you're going to be successful. So that means registry and service. You've got to play those up if yeah. this is going to work at all. With that said, though, I am very skeptical that this is going to work in the long run because online is such a factor, mm -hmm. as David said, and there's a lot of companies that know how to do online very well. And the other point thing is just macroeconomics, the demographics of the country. Mm -hmm. Walmart, Amazon, and Target are already fulfilling such a need at mass for the first time mom that I think right. it makes longevity of a store concept in this space very difficult to do and to grow the footprint as well, which is why I think we've seen this business struggle over time. Yeah, I mean, I think I agree with you guys. I think, you know, David and Truett also called this out, like the the way that I see this working and we, you and I have gone back and forth about the future baby store experience mm -hmm. several times, but the way that I, I approach this is like, you have to be REI for baby products and gear. Like you have to be the, the place where first time moms are going to the store because they have no idea. And you do all the research for them. Yes. You can do that online, but like, are you able to walk in, talk to an associate who puts your mind at ease, who gets you, you know, every single best possible product at the price point that you're wanting to be at, which is exactly what David was saying too. Like that is great. However, like what has your, what has your big box store experience been in, in recent days, in recent shopping days? Like, I, I think the challenge here is actually going to be to find those associates who are as right. knowledgeable to do this at scale. To put your mind at ease. I, I as think a new that's parent. yeah. I I I you gave me a light bulb. Um, we love Target. Target's great. It curates and has everything we need. But we also do uh, education before we get in the shop, so we mm -hmm. know what we're looking for. Highly educated category. Exactly. So for those who don't, who aren't as educated, and to your point, are like need something like REI, where it's like I can come in and give me everything. Yeah. Instead of going camping for the first time, I'm having a baby. Yeah. And you need to tell me what I need, when I need it. And there's a lot of, um, there's a lot of products that you don't think of. There's a lot yeah. of things and you're, you're in where you are, you're, 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 you're clouded judgment. So, but I just think you need to make sure you have that, that experience. Correct. Cause if not, how are you going to compete with a Walmart and a target? And yeah. And the other element I would add here, which is really important for this category is a lot of these products are market available goods. So you yeah. can go up market and that reason for that is the product safety thing. So the things you need as a first time mom or first time parent, the car seats, the crib, the stroller, all those are market available. So, and you don't have the private label to buoy you up, like say in a Dick's Sporting Goods, how they've leaned into it, that kind of thing. Um, and so that causes a real challenge because showrooming doesn't go away, mm -hmm. right? So even if you get the great experience, that great help, if cost is a factor, price is a factor, right. you're going to go in and get that help and you're still going to buy it somewhere else. Right. And so that's that still is the big rub in trying to get this store concept off the ground. All right. 